0: Hi, and welcome, and thank you for joining me once again. Uh, This uh, day has been a very cool day, uh, as far as uh, the weather is concerned. Temperatures is in the 30s, high 30s, 38 I think is what it got up to. But then you had that wind that uh, was just really kind of chilling. But anyway, it was a lovely day, and the sun was shining, so... Any day that the sun shines is a nice day for me, regardless of what the temperature is. I just like to see the sun shine. Okie dokie. Heavenly Father, we just give thanks once again for this day, dear Lord. And I just thank you for all that you continue to do in my life and what you continue to do in the people around me, Lord. And I just ask, Lord, that you just strengthen my walk. Bolden my talk, dear Heavenly Father. Just strengthen me in ways that you will have me to go and do what you need to be done. And I just give you all the praise in your Son Jesus' name. And Lord, I just pray that uh, you'll just reach out and just touch the hearts of those that are listening to these stories, Heavenly Father, that they'll be interested in uh, doing something financially or maybe volunteering their time. To work in whatever capacity they can in the helping children, Heavenly Father. And I just thank you for that. And your son, Jesus' name, Amen. Dear Father, I just want to ask you your help in time. I'm away from my mother and please help me in my actions and my attitude towards people because I know it has got real bad and Lord please help me in the rest of my teen years because the last five years of my life have been the worst. I am here Lord to rededicate my life and to comfort my family. I thank you for my life. And for the staff members, counselors, and pastors at the Covenant House. I need a Bible, a prayer written by a kid in our Covenant House chapel. He seemed to have this thing about my brother, she said. I'm afraid to let him out of my sight, the homeless girl said. Are you sure? He's going to be okay. I mean, I think he's really kind of messed up right now. He needs a lot more help than I do, the homeless girl said. But he's still my big brother. Kimberly's eyes welled up, and she buried her face in her hands. A minute or two passed quietly, and then she raised her head again. There was fire in those tear-filled eyes. I know it was probably kind of dumb to run away like we did I never thought we'd end up with nothing to eat and no place to go she said but I had to get him out of there you know she said biting off the word had for extra emphasis but he being in that house was killing him sister I mean it was killing him her wet eyes looked at me and begged me to understand what she was saying After just one second looking inside those eyes and being overwhelmed by her terror, her loneliness, and her fear, I knew exactly what she was trying to tell me. I patted her on the shoulder and cleared my throat. So, what was going on in that house, I said. Was there something bad going on? Kimberly sighed and grimaced and swallowed Hard. Oh, yeah, she said softly. Oh, yeah. It was my stepfather, she said. When he came to live with us, everything was okay for about a year or so. Then he started to really pick on Marty. I don't know why. My brother was only thirteen. Anyway, it got worse and worse. And I kept begging my mother to do something, but she said there was nothing she could do. She said, My stepfather, was just disciplining Maddie. And my mom, she had other problems of her own to worry about, she said. She was kind of a drunk too much. I'm not sure she was even awake half the time when Maddie was beaten up. It was really awful, she said. The new tears in her eyes uh, said it all. Anyway, my Stepfather kept getting worse and worse. He started really beating on Maddie. I mean, sometimes he would give Maddie two black eyes. I was afraid he was going to kill him. I don't know why, but my stepfather never bothered me. He never touched me, she said. He seemed to have this thing about my brother, she said. Finally, he started doing stuff to Maddie. That was really awful, she said. I don't want to even tell you she said. You can probably guess, though, she said. I couldn't take it anymore, sister, she said. I mean, he's just a kid, and he was crying every night. I couldn't stand to watch it. I tried to tell my mother, but she didn't believe me. She said Maddie was lying, but I know he wasn't, sister, she said. I know my brother, so I decided we had to get out of there. That's why we ran away. I don't know what to do now, she said. I mean, I think Maddie is really hurting the homeless girl. All alone, girl said. He's crying all the time. It'll be all right, the homeless girl said. But it's him I'm worried about, she said. I'm scared for him, and I don't know what to do, she said. As I looked into Kimberly's eyes, I saw the fierce protectiveness of a loving sister. It was very touching and very troublesome. I know she did the right thing to get her brother out of their parents' house. No kid should ever have to suffer from the kind of serious mental and physical and sexual abuse Maddie was being a subject to ever. And I do think her brother was some has some severe emotional problems. We're going to get him some professional help soon. Immediately. But as I talked to Kimberly, I also worried about her. What an amazing kid. What a powerful love. She risked everything. She even risked her own life because she knew her brother was being destroyed. I wonder how she will come through all this She has taken on an awful lot of responsibility for a kid her age. That's why I'm praying for her as well as her brother. And I'm determined to do everything we can to help Kimberly. She needs a safe place to live. She needs a chance to finish school. She needs to stay close to her brother. (sighs) You know, folks, I don't know about you, but yeah, these these stories touch my heart, and I just pray that uh, they touch yours also, and uh, you know that you'll be wanting to give uh, time or more f- funds to the organization that uh, that helps these children. Um. You know, Covenant House depends almost entirely on gifts from friends like you to help and over 60,000 homeless and runaway children every year. They provide food, clothing, shelter, and medical attention, education, and vocational training and counseling to the kids with no place uh, to go for help. So, I would uh, if you'd like to help you can reach them at the Covenant House, P.O. Box 96708, Washington, D.C., 200906708. Zero 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 zero. And the number is, you can call, or you can call one 800 8 3888 eight, eight. and you can charge your gift to um your credit card or whatever. And uh, this is a worth, worthwhile worthwhile things to do. You know, I like I said I got caught up in this book and I just uh, I just felt a need to share it, you know. Um these people have done mighty works and there's a lot of other uh, things that a lot of other extensions of this program that and they're pretty much set up uh, I don't know where all they're set up I know this one that we're particularly talking about is in uh, New York but uh, you know, they have several places. Or this one is in Washington DC, I'm sorry. They have one in New York and they have uh uh let's see here. I was just trying to figure out where all the got one in Boston, New York, um New York City, Brooklyn, you know. So they're 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 out there. They're out there. And if you can help them, you know, it sure would be a blessing. For sure you know help them open the gate to them that of care, you know, of reaching out and saying, "Hey, you know, somebody somebody cares. Really cares." And I want to read you uh I got a little, another short story here before I, I get out of here close for the day. Uh this one here is just uh like it's part of my um, part of my uh, devotional but uh, this is my saying being renewed blessed assurance even the darkness will not be dark to you the night will shine like the day for darkness is as light to you and that's Psalms 139 verse 12 Taking the trash out, my husband Jean called to me. He rolled the large container to the curb every Wednesday night. I was absorbed in a book. Maybe twelve minutes past. Suddenly, I looked up and missed him. As I hurried out the garage door, I heard him bellowing, Over here, hurry! Even at night, I managed to see him lying on the ground. As I knelt by him, he said grimly, "I've broken my hip. Call an ambulance." I flew back inside to grab my cell phone and coat. Back at his side, I eased my lap. I, leas- I eased my lap underneath his head and threw the coat over him. Then I dialed the dreaded nine-one-one. When the ambulance arrived, one of the E.M.T.s said, "It's gonna hurt, sir, but we'll try and be gentle." Gene groaned loudly as they lifted him. The red lights of the ambulance flashed rapidly. I was still wearing my fuzzy bedroom slippers. The entire scene seemed unreal, and in a moment our quiet lives had changed. Fear was slipping up behind me. I couldn't form words to pray. Just then I glanced upward as the back doors of the emergency vehicle shut with Gene inside. Oh, my how bright the night was. Stars twinkling as only stars can, a glimmering moon and a black velvet sky. The exact same brilliant sky I glazed up as as a child lying on a quilt in my front yard. Lingering for just the moment longer, I inhaled deeply as though breathing in some kind of blessed assurance, giving off that darling beauty of the heavens God was there just like always he saw us all right and would go through whatever lay ahead of us thank you Lord thank you Lord and that's what these people at the covenant house provide that insight into that comfort zone the knowledge of allowing them to know the Lord Jesus, where they can take with them for the rest of their lives in comfort and peace. Heavenly Father, I thank You once again for this day. I thank You, dear Lord, for this opportunity, and I ask that You just bless each and every one that hears this program. Thank You. Amen. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.